Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I am joined today by the lovely Claire Morton. Claire Morton, also known as the Purpose Pusher, is a high performance coach and I think you guys are going to love this chat today. Hello Claire and welcome. Hello Charlie, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited, I love having conversations with you. It's going to be a good chat because I feel like we both love a good chat, don't we? We do. We love a good chat. We do. And we also love talking about business and work and family life and all of those things to do with a busy life. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to obviously talking to you about what I do and how I serve. I just have to make sure that I don't drop into Liverpoolian because that's usually <laughs> what I do when I spend a lot of time with Claire. <laughs> So Claire, tell everybody what it is you do. Yeah, so I am a high performance coach and I typically work with stressed out entrepreneurs, CEOs and business owners who don't necessarily realise that they are stressed or they don't necessarily realise that they use stress to get them to achieve their goals. Um, but they don't realise that that stress can make them sick and cause burnout. And I help them to gain balance in their life so that they can then take a, a take stock of what's in their life personally and to then be able to rest know that pushing and working against the grind isn't the, the the way to go and that you can have flow and ease in your life as well as having a successful business um and I've worked in the world of personal development and training for 20 years I left the corporate world um, six years ago to set up my own training business and coaching business. And it's changed a lot. And, and I am one of those people who does naturally as a generator in my human design and as an ESFJ in my Myers-Briggs. I love being in control of things. I love planning things. I love doing what I also need to get my soul to rest so it's took me a long time, you know, I've been I've been learning and teaching this stuff for 20 years, but I'd say it's only in the last five years of, I truly, truly know now what rest and retreat is and how it helps me be the best version of me without the grind. So what does that look like for you? What if you feel yourself like, oh, things are getting a bit much, Claire, let's take a step back. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I, what I do is I do, and I always, I teach this in my teachings and, you know, I've just been talking to you about prior to this podcast about space, my, my method for high performance and that whole word, word, word space is about creating space for myself, you know, for people to create space and to stop filling up my day with tasks and 
things that probably a lot of the time don't add value to my life, but I'm so used to just doing them because we do things, because we like to fill things in our diary to make ourselves look busy. Um, so first of all, first things first is my practice every day, my self-awareness, my connection to self. And I do that through meditation. I do that through journaling and listening to, you know, growth mindset podcasts, personal development podcasts, working with people like yourself who are really open minded um, and in that space. But it, it starts with self-study. It starts with self-awareness. And when you know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, you can then begin to pull back and say, right, I'm noticing here. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling right. I'm not feeling aligned with my purpose anymore. I'm not checking in with my family anymore. I'm, you know, I'm, I might be high performance in my business, but am I high performance in my life? Am I present with my kids? Am I present with my family? Am I, present in in just you know being in my community and being with neighbors and you know going to the shops am I am I high performing there am I am I really connecting to my true self or am I just constantly rushing around and and in my own head so it's very much about getting out of my head and into the heart space which again is another thing what meditation gives you and self-study gives you is we're too much in our head, we're too much with we must, we must do this, we must do that, or, you know, I'm no good at this, I'm no good at that, I need to keep going, and and it's like, okay, just, just stop, just get to that stillness and be like, what what is my so what's my soul telling me, what, why do I feel tired, why do, why can I not get the ideas I used to have, why, where's the clarity, and you know what, that's because you're not giving yourself the space for the clarity, for find realigning yourself to your purpose and passions. Um, so yeah, for me, it's self-study, it's reconnecting to passion and purpose, and they because they change over time, mm. they do change, don't they, as we go through life. It's re and then it, it is about okay, I always say about taking action, but I also need to be accountable for my actions and to say, Claire, enough's enough. It's time for self-care. So Saturdays and Sundays is rest it's enjoyment it's being in nature it's being with people who light me up not people who drain me um it's laughing you know laughter having a good laugh with you I've had such a good week this week because the kids are off aren't they in in the UK now so I've really connected with my kids this week and gone wow I've got these two lovely human beings here who I am you know showing them the way and all I seem to do sometimes is shout at them or nag them and just brush your teeth and do this and it's like no I'm I'm creating space for the kids this week and it makes you think oh they're my passion they're my purpose they're part of this journey um so just reconnecting with people who you like and noticing your energy and where your energy flags and where your energy is high vibration so that you can get more of that so being out in nature and and yoga as well that's another big thing for me I think this happens to me all of the time. You've basically mm-hmm. just described my life. Um, like yesterday, for example, I had like a full diary. Ernie was, um, I had childcare for Ernie. So I was like doing some work in the morning and then I'm getting ready to go on holiday. So I had to go to the shops and like pick a few things up. And then I was getting my nails done. And then I had to come back and like rec- record some podcasts and stuff like that. So 
in theory, when you look at the day, like it's quite a nice day. You know, there's a bit of self-care in there, a bit of time for you, and then working as well. And every morning I do exercise. That's part of like my every day before I even crack on. But I found myself like sat down to have my nails done. And I'm like, right, come on, <laughs> get my nails done. Come on. Yep, let's do this. I've only got an hour yeah. and then I'm going to the next place and then I've got to do my work. And your head's not there. So actually, if you're not present going, this is an hour now for me to yeah. just stop. And that's what I'm learning at the moment. Yeah, and I love it. And you know what, Charlie, you are an absolute pleasure to to work with and speak with because you are really, you're such an amazing woman. Um, you, oh, you've you got so much energy within yourself and I see it on your Instagram, your Insta stories, and I know we have little conversations um, and we, we, we're working together as part of Lisa's DI, aren't we? And I, I've got to know you so well. And it, you're such a pleasure to work with. But when I see your Insta stories that make me laugh all the time, they really light my day up. And I'm like, there she is. What's she doing now? <laughs> like, how many reels is she doing? She's she's getting up. She's going. She's she's doing her exercise. She's she, she's filling a day. And if that lights you up and you're living your purpose as as a person who's got a lot of energy like myself um and i can't remember what you are in your human design i'm a manifester right okay so that is like oh okay for a manifester maybe slow down and, and look back a little bit um do you feel like you work hard do you feel tired do you feel burnt out I uh, um no no I don't I no. I feel like this job has been gifted to me and like I can't believe my look and I love it and it, it lights me up every single day um so I don't feel like that um However, as you mentioned, you were given to me as a gift from Lisa Johnson at the beginning of the year. And I I believe there's no coincidence in this because there's been certain people this year who I have crossed paths with who have spoken about similar things, you know, slowing down and stopping. And so recently, I don't even think I've told you this yet because... Um, we haven't had a call yet but I had laryngitis at the beginning of July and then off of the back of that I had a kidney infection and I did stop and I was like the problem is when you start out in business there's not that much demand on you is there so I'm like come on give me all the opportunities I'm here for it I can't wait and then all of the opportunities have come and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so grateful I love it but I think 2022 is about going you can take the opportunities but you have got to look after yourself otherwise what's going to end up happening is you'll be cancelling the opportunities yeah absolutely and so working with you as I say you are aware you're you are self-aware and then I didn't know that had happened to you because we haven't had that conversation yet but it is that's the body saying to you Charlie slow down come on let's like slow down a little bit and and and, and know that you're enjoying the journey because you're so full of purpose and you're so full of passion and again the personality in you has that energy so it's like free flowing and you could if you're a manifester the things are coming anyway the opportunity mm. there so it's like appreciating and again as you say you are so grateful for it but are you truly reflecting on what you've done I mean this year has been amazing for you You've done so much. You've you've done so well. So taking that 
accountability to sit back and look at the achievements and celebrate those achievements and reflect on them and just sit with them. Mm. I remember someone once said to me, you need at least 10 minutes of stillness in your day. And I was like, I I don't know (laughs) what that is. (laughs) But I, I am trying. But for anybody who is listening to this, I do find it hard. I find it hard to stop. And I find it hard. It's only because I have realized the importance of it that I'm literally making myself. I've just had a reflexology appointment, haven't I, before this? Check me out. But what would your advice be for somebody who is maybe listening to this and think, oh my gosh, I'm burning out. I'm not far away from burnout, but I don't have any time for myself. I've got the kids, I've got the business, the house, all these demands on me. Where do you start? Okay, it starts with self-study. It starts with stillness um, and and sitting with yourself. So I always ask this question to clients when they come to me and say, when was the last time you had five minutes of stillness? Like, when was the last time that you rested, literally didn't say nothing or didn't do anything? And they're like, oh. Oh, you can see, oh my God, what, what? you want me to, well, I, I, never. And, and again, the same, I used to be the same. It's still for me as a generator, I still have to say, Claire, rest. Um, and the more I've come into the patterns of rest, the more, oh, the more the opportunities come and the more you are so present with life that you don't need to keep going after things um because you're more aligned with what you, you, your purpose is and what your soul's come to the planet for at this time and I know that sounds really deep and spiritual but we are souls living in human bodies it's not the other way around we are we we are spirits in a, in a human body um and science is telling us that now so advice is stop slow down create space for yourself hence my 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 concept that I've just been talking to you about. It's all about space. It's all about stillness to really connect to with what your passion and purpose is. And are you really aligned with 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 what lights you up? And because a lot of people are just on the grind of bringing in the money and doing things and you know going to a job that they don't really like going into a career or going into a business that they've gone into that they're not enjoying and it doesn't light them up. So it's like well stop then stop sit with yourself and look at what you really want from life so there's a there's questions that I ask and I call them the big five so I can I'll ask the five questions now for anybody that's listening and those questions are the first one is number one is who is important to me and again, include yourself in that one, because when I ask clients to do that, they and when I say, where are you in that? And they go, oh, yeah, forgot, forgot about myself. <laughs> um, so who is important to me? Number two is what is important to me? And number three is what do I want to be? And number four is what do I want to have? Sorry, what do I want to do is number four. What do I want to do? And number five is what do I want to have? Because we can have things. That's, we can have anything we want. And people feel a little bit, oh, 
um, oh, can I can I actually have things? Can I have what I want? Yes, you can. Yeah, absolutely can. It's society that's conditioned us to tell us that we have to work hard. We have to work, you know, they have this hustle and grind. And it's like we don't. If we stop and be still and know what we want, we can then align to what will come to us and we can have what we want. And I think you're a, you are one of those people that can as that's happened to. And there are, even though you might not feel like you have created stillness, there's definitely something in you this year that you've pulled back and allowed to receive. You've allowed to just step into that receivership because you do give so much. It's about giving, but it's also about receiving and topping yourself up because if you don't top up your own energy cup, you want you, you you then become empty and you become resentful of giving all the time and a lot of especially women that I'm working with who are mums who are entrepreneurs career women lawyers people in the creative industry they're constantly giving they're constantly using their stress to push them to the next level and then they don't even start to look at what they've achieved and then they've not enjoyed the journey because it's been so hard and they've given so much that when they get to the destination, they're resentful and then it's bitter. And it's like, you should, it's enjoying the journey. It's being present with the day, being present with the people in your life, enjoying that. So when you come to that goal and you do actually achieve whatever it is that you've achieved, you are, you've like gone, wow, you can look back and go, that was amazing. I, I love what I've achieved and I've actually enjoyed it. But it all starts with that self-care, self-study, topping up, filling up your own cup so that it's so full, you you overflow so that you can give to others. And it's just something that high-performing people don't do. They just, they don't, some of the clients I work with at the first, they don't see it. And I'm not, people are addicted to stress, the chemicals of stress. Mm. And that's the hardest part. It's about, it's, when I'm working with people, it's like they're going, "Oh my God, yeah, I am, I, I am, I am addicted to stress." Oh, and that, and then it's like, okay, so we need to just release that and stop it, and allow instead of cortisol and adrenaline running through the body, let's allow for dopamine and dorphins and serotonin to run through the body. Let let's put the body into rest and digest instead of survival because nothing's going to kill us in this modern world apart from stress and and <laughs> some, you know bills and, and and angry clients or you know neighbors or the kids they're not going to kill us but stress will so all of the stuff that we focus on as modern day people and social media none of them are going to kill us but they stress us out so we're just constantly going from one stress to another to another to another to another again with no space between anything so people can say, okay, I've, I have a feel, you know, I have a great day and it's really productive. And then I sit down on the couch to watch the TV with a cup of tea. And then all of a sudden, boom, this, this horrible feeling of anxiety and stress comes through the body. And you could be sitting there going, I'm really happy right now. I'm sitting safe in the living room. I've had a productive day and I feel anxious and I feel stressed. What is that? And that's, the chemicals of stress flooding through the body to go right come on let's put you back into stress let's put you back into flight fight or flight for no reason because the body is addicted to stress it doesn't know what rest is it doesn't know what rest and digest is so through meditation through self-study passion purpose all of that you then begin to train the body to come into that restful state and come from a place of ease and flow 
and things are not hard and you can let go and surrender to things. So can you tell me what your average day looks like? Do you create space within the average day? Like there's certain things that you do. I want to know it all, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, believe me, by the way, you, you're coming from someone who was a absolute lunatic and someone who was constantly cramming stuff into her day for years, uh, who did lean to lead to burnout when I was in the corporate world doing 60 to 70 hours a week. And it took me to discover yoga and meditation to really go into wow what is this what is this thing of like not moving and not doing things and not speaking to people because I'm a very external person everything I think comes out the mouth (laughs) I have to go no don't say nothing Mm -mm. um and that's how I think so I understand that of my personality that that's fine but I also do need to go inside and go in it's it's the inner work so a day for me I have to have structure if I don't have structure I am all over the place so structure is I typically get up at around half six seven a.m I did used to get up at five a.m but that caused anxiety because I was comparing myself to what other people do so having a routine doesn't mean you have to be in the five a.m club but I get up at half six I let the dogs out I just simply go downstairs I let the dogs out they light me up anyway I just see their little faces I've got two huskies and I love them um and then I let them out and then I will come back upstairs with a cup of tea and then I'll do my meditation so that'll be like 10 to 15 minutes of sitting with myself and and in my as you know I've got my own style of meditation and it's all about mantra and it's all about breath after that I'll go for a walk or I'll go to the gym um, and I'll do some form of movement. So I'm shaking off all of the tired old energy of the night or the day before. Um, So I've sorted the mind out, I've connected to the heart space, I've moved the body. And then at nine o'clock, I will typically sit down with a client or on a call or to do something I've planned in my day to work on. And then what I'll do is then I'll create space in between each task or each call to give even if it's like a 10 minute you know I'm going down to make myself a cup of tea I'm going to go down and I'm going to sit in the garden and have the cup of tea or I will go and check in with the kids or it'll literally just be a walk in the village that I live in it's just that space or it could be just in the afternoon I do do another meditation so between one and four in some way in the afternoon will be my second meditation which gives me energy for the rest of the afternoon it gives me clarity it gives me focus but then at the end of the day I'll look at what I've done okay If I haven't done everything that's on my list, that's okay, because it'll just go on to the plan for the next day or the next week, because I've done as much as I could in that day for who I was being that day. Um, And that's that's it. And again, it's the whole thing about I'm a human being. I love glass of Prosecco. (laughs) I love pizza. I love some takeaway. But I do really look at what I'm putting into my body as well. So I make sure that I drink at least two to three liters of water a day. I make sure that I stretch three times a day. And I always talk again to people about this, about when you watch animals, cats, dogs, pets, animals in the wild, 
every time they get up from a position they've been in they stretch and we don't so stretching is so important hence obviously yoga you don't have to do a full yoga class literally just stretching the body and the spine or doing some twists of the spine because again the stretching creates space in the body and then it allows energy to just flow freely through so i'd, I'd, I'd definitely recommend doing some stretches um and eating right making sure you feed your mind with good news and again, I'm not, I don't like um, the concept of toxic positivity because I know stuff goes on in the world that we need yeah. to know about. And I'm not about dismissing negative feelings. I'm talking about accepting how you feel on certain days because there's days where we're tired, there's days where we're sad and there's days where we feel anxious. So it's sitting with that to say, oh, that's, I'm curious about that. What's that all about? Um and not pushing it down. The meditation and sitting in stillness allows you for those feelings to come up and those thoughts to come up so that you can then deal with them and release them and let them go. So yeah, podcast books and anything that lights you up, anything that's of interest that really floats your boat and gets you energized. So yeah, structure in the day is huge and three things that you're grateful for at the end of every day. We've been doing that with the kids now for three years and we still do it every night. Even when I'm working away, if I can, I'll FaceTime them. But I've given that responsibility to my daughter, Daniela, who will do it with her brother, Josh, at the end of every night. And then she texts me what they're grateful for. Oh. And that is like the biggest the biggest personal development tool that you can have, the, the gratitude piece for being grateful for what you've got in your life right now. And the more you are grateful for that, the more that you will be ready to receive. Love that. Do you ever feel like you can't be bothered? You ever yeah. Like, oh God, I can't be bothered to exercise. I can't bother to meditate. <laughs> yeah, totally. I am such, I am a human being. I'm a human being living the human experience. And I experience it all I am no I am no chilled out perfect person nobody is um, and I totally get that I'm not perfect what I try and do is be the best that I can be for the day that I'm living in mm. and it's about excellence for me it's about being me re reaching my excellence and my excellence is different to everybody else's because I don't think that there's any such thing as perfection um it's it's there's just no one that's ever the finished article. So yeah, there's days when I wake up and go, oh my God, I can't be arsed today. Really can't be arsed. But then I'll sit with that and go, okay, so you know what? That work that I was going to do today, I'm not feeling it. So I'll move that to a different day. If it's not urgent. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be done and it can be done on a different day. I'll leave it to when I'm feeling creative for that. But the meditation piece, I am of a weekend, I will may not meditate because I've meditated now for, you know, since 2014. There's days I have off, but I notice when I do have days off that I get agitated or I'm not as present and the thing I like to teach us about meditation is it's not about clearing your mind because a lot of high performers are perfectionists mm -hmm. and they go oh, I've tried to meditate and I can't do it and it's like I, I, I just 
you know, I've got too many thoughts and I've got too much to do and things have got to be done. And it's like, right, okay, you need to meditate more. Um, and meditation is not about clearing the mind. You're never going to clear the mind. We have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. So it's about training the mind to focus on one thing, like the breath or a mantra or a picture, and just really checking in with your senses about what you see, hear, feel, touch, and taste. And that's bringing you into presence. So the more you practice that, um, the, it's not about getting good at meditation, it's about getting good at life. So you have your micro moments then throughout the day where you are present, where you see, you know, Annie or the, the kids, the dogs, whatever, you, you see them playing and you go, oh, and you get that lovely feeling of just love or you look at a flower or you look up at the sky and you feel like you're connected to something. That's mindfulness, that's meditation, that's being in the present moment that's those lovely bursts of gratitude and presence and peace and so, I suppose that it comes back to like if you can't be asked yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> then it's like well I could stay in bed for half an hour instead of meditating instead of doing my morning routine but I know that later on in the day I won't feel as energized because of that so I guess understanding why you're doing everything yeah and the, and the science of it i mean the science of meditation it's it, it brings your two hemispheres of the brain together to work smarter so you allow it allows you to access left and right so head and heart to make better decisions and to really connect to what what you want to do and your passions and your purpose so and uh, you know when you look at high performers in the world now the top high performers you know, you look at Kobe Bryant, he meditated, Oprah Winfrey, Ariana Huffington. And you, again, you don't have to be this big famous celebrity at the, the top of your game in, in the world. There's people who are high performers, you know, mums who are just the best mums that they can be with their kids or fathers that want to be the best fathers or, you know, people who are carers, the school teachers, lawyers. It doesn't matter because we've all got our own purpose in life and for high performance to me is it's the definition of high performance is doing something to a high level consistently over mm. time and then a high performer to me added on to that is someone who wants to make the world a better place today than what it was yesterday or wanting to leave the world a better place than how they found it so there's a lot of people out there who are truly really high achievers, but burning out so much with this hustle and grind. And we're not supposed to live like that. We're not supposed to be behind computers all the time. We're not supposed to live indoors all the time. We're not supposed to work 60 hours a week and then go home and, and cook tea for the kids. And, you know, we're supposed to, when, as women as well, when, when we're ovulating, we're supposed to have a spring in our step but we don't, we're tired. And when we're on our, you know, our monthlies, we're absolutely drained and that's the time to retreat. And a lot of us don't work with the seasons to understand what season do we work in? When, when do we best, you know, is it summer for me? Is it winter? All of us are different. So it's even working with the seasons and making decisions on things over 12 months. You might not need to make a decision right now for something, but going, okay, I'm going to work myself through the seasons to make a decision. If it's like a big business goal that you want, work with the seasons and make a decision at the end of those 12 months to see what, what really works for you. And looking at your, your own self-care as a high performer, as a standard operating procedure like you would in a business. So you have got a really successful business 
and yoga and oh my god my business is booming but where am I in my SOPs and my business plan for me for my self-care so it's for business owners sometimes you really have to say well your business is is all set up and got procedures and processes and operating procedures but where's your self-care in your life so where are you where's your SOPs for your life and when people look at it like that they go "Mm." and then if you have that right the business will flourish anyway because you the energy is aligned to the business so yeah looking at your life as as a like a business structure with the strategy the standard procedures and how I'm booking in the time for the self-care like you do for meetings and clients I sometimes feel as well like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff right so there's like meditating everyone you know talks about meditating which is something historically I've found quite difficult to do but I'm learning um journaling um you know self-care if you like but there's so much so many different strands to that but like taking a moment for yourself which for a lot of um, entrepreneurs I don't think they understand what that means yeah um you know and then it's like why don't you do yoga why don't you do um sound bath reflexology reiki and I've just find myself drowning in this whole pit of like well which which one should I do <laughs> which yeah. which one's going to get me the self-care results quicker 100% and it again it's it's like a toolkit and there is a lot of knowledge out there I mean obviously the the, the internet is just there's just so much stuff out there and all I'll say to people who come into my world is pick one or two things that work for you have your own toolkit so if you like if you if you get something from meditation I mean I I do I do I mean meditation for me is the number one practice it's the number one spiritual gym you do that to so clients who work with me if you meditate so uh, you believe that every single entrepreneur should be meditating yeah the other ones it's a case of you know go with your body your flow what do you yes. enter what sort of person you are but everyone should be meditating I think the whole world should be meditating and the whole world would be a much peaceful place if we all did the meditation practice and again it doesn't have to be this big spiritual thing of hugging trees and you sit there in your caftan with your you know your hands in chin mudra I love all that by the way I do do that but I also am really real and I'll do it anyway you're just sitting in your chair sitting on the end of the bed taking that time out to breathe and connect to the breath and you know what if you can't give yourself at least 20 seconds a day to breathe and focus on the consciousness of your breath then what's the point in living you got yeah what have you got because it just it it, the but when you start to practice and you see the benefits that's when you become like it's like for me meditating is like going and having a cup of hot chocolate yeah chocolate it's like oh it's my time I do feel myself being less of a you know like a nag to my child and my husband and like less of a when I meditate um so it does work but sometimes what I find and I know I've spoken to you about this before similar with the nail story right I'm like I'm meditating yeah. I'm meditating I'm meditating and it's like come on Charlie you've got to like not just go through the motions of meditating but actually getting to that place of stillness it's just stillness and silence. And you know what? There'll always be distractions because we live in, 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 in 
a 3D world. There'll always be sounds. There'll always be thought. But it's about you just sitting with them and allowing them to come and observing them. So uh, I'm obsessed with Eckhart Tolle. Um, he's wrote the book, The Power of Now, years ago. Changed my life years ago. And I'm just revisiting his, new, his other book, New Earth. And oh, every time I read that book, and he just talks about being the observed mind and just watching your thoughts. And the moment that you watch your thought, you become the observer of your thought is the moment of consciousness. You are not your thoughts you are watching your thoughts and that's quite liberating because a lot of people live movies inside of their heads and they and they're making these blockbuster movies up and you're like did that happen no well what are you worried about then you're just being skeptical about the future when you don't know what the future looks like because it's taking you from the present moment which is where peace is um so it really it's it's funny the way we do it because as human beings the mind is like it's an amazing tool and we just need to be able to learn how to use it and the body has now become the mind so I think when you're saying that you're sitting there and you, you you're getting your nails done and you're like come on I want to move on to the next thing the body is saying you, you need to move you, you're sitting here what, what are you doing you're sitting here you need to move so it's about you saying to the body you stay here and you do as I say and you're going to get your nails done and you're going to be present with the nail girl or you don't even have to speak to the nail girl but you're just going to be enjoying the moment of getting your nails done but then the mind will then think of forward things of other stuff you've got to do because it does but it's about I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to rest and I'm going to breathe and be present and then you move on to the next thing. So, and as I say, no one is fully ever in the present moment because we have things to do, but it's the more present you are, the more you'll change your energy and your vibration. And then the more ease comes into the body and less disease, which is obviously disease, which is caused, that's what stress causes. You just flow better. And especially with you being a manifester, you can let things come. You don't have to keep doing and pushing. Things will just come anyway. And recognising what you want to do and what you don't want to do. So if something doesn't feel right, don't just say yeah for the sake of it. Just like, And I think you're quite good at that anyway. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting yeah. better. I've been less of a people pleaser. Yes, because that's a huge one. And mm -hmm. for, you know, if anybody wants to, if anybody listening to this is, um, I mean, I think some people don't even class themselves as high performers, but there's a lot of high performers out there, high achievers who don't recognize it. But anyone who's listened to this who is stressed and think that stress keeps them up at the top of their game, let me just tell you that it doesn't when you're burnt out and you get sick. And then you're just left with a business or you're left with the remains of something that was great, but you can't enjoy it now. Mm. So it's about meditation. It's about stillness. It's about loving your body. It's about gratitude, space. And then from that place of space, then realigning what it is that you're here for, the purpose and passion. And it doesn't, it could be to make millions for some people. It could be to be the best mother. It could be to be the best community worker, charity worker, teacher, doctor, whatever success is to you but if you're living a life in stress and survival then you're not 
that's your body's telling you you're not living your soul's purpose you're living up to somebody else's expectation of you which is usually society the Mm. parents so it's being brave enough to to let go of stuff and 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 live the life that you want to live claire i end all of my podcasts in exactly the same way so Mm -hmm. are you ready go on then (laughs) (laughs) so my first question for you is who inspires you oh god that's a big question there's a lot of people that inspire me I would say the biggest inspiration to me at the moment is my mum yeah she's a very strong caring and kind woman and I've literally just noticed this from taking space and time out with her the last few months and forgotten how much of a great woman she is so I do have a lot of inspirational friends but no this is for my mom love it and you spoke in in this podcast about um the fact that you love reading you've read a lot of books so tell us about one what book would you recommend to Mm -hmm. my listeners oh god there's so many um but if you're looking for something that is really pragmatic and practical um for the left brain as I would definitely say James Clear Atomic Habits is a really good book um because he talks about taking little steps to create to take yourself away from old patterns and into new patterns and it is always about just creating that those little steps to get you to to change to where you need to go but I can I just say one more because yeah. I can give a <laughs> So I've got the James Habit for the Practical Person, and it's a great book for anyone who wants structure because structure is needed in anyone's life to be able to keep us away from stress. And then there's another one called The the Yammers and the Niyamas by a woman called Deborah Adele, and they come from yoga philosophy. And it's like the, the five, the two, there's five Yamas and five Niyamas, and the five Yamas are, they're about internal ethics and about how you can sorry as of the social ethics there's there's things that you can do five things that you can do outside of yourself so it's the external habits and then there's five things from the inside that you can work on and there's something that I learned as becoming it on becoming a yoga teacher and it's like rules of life really and it's such a really deep but very easy to understand book to really get you to look at life okay. so I recommend that I'll obviously I'll send you the details to put in the notes send them to me send them to me mm-hmm. um and actually it's just triggered a thought in me you know for anybody who's listening to this who's freaking out which was probably be me a year ago going I don't do any of these things and but it, it's about tiny changes tiny over a period of time so just change one thing and then change another thing and then just introduce it in because that that's what I've done and that that is it that's that's it and it's again it's like no judgment from the ego because the Mm. ego will want to make you feel like you need to do more so you know do a two minute meditation practice it doesn't have to be half an hour you don't need to do any more than 15 minutes at a time um so just just do the meditation for two minutes journal for two minutes or go for the walk for half an hour just pick what works for you so that you don't go into overwhelm just a couple of things and finally Claire can you give me a piece of advice for a fellow entrepreneur remember that the present moment is all we ever have I love that 
Thank you so much, Claire. You have been amazing. Tell people if they're listening, where can they come and find you? Yeah, I am on Facebook as Claire Morton. I'm on Instagram at as the underscore purpose pusher. Um, I'm, I'm all over social media, LinkedIn, and my website is the purpose-pusher.com. Fabulous, and I'll pop all those links in the show notes. Thank you so much, Claire. Namaste.